0: Four years ago doesn't seem like a long time, but then if you take into account 13 years it took between 10,000 days in Fear Inoculum, welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm talking about one of my favorite bands. You know who that is, Tool, and how 13 years later they put out their fifth album, Fear Inoculum. People often fight over the, the different eras, which era is the best, but I always love each era because They are continuous. They are always ever-changing, and their sound is just fucking amazing. And you've got these four virtuosos, Danny Carey, Justin Chancellor, Adam Jones, and Maynard James Keenan. So, sit back. Four years of fear inoculum. It still sounds amazing. It's never left my ears in that four-year period. It's always there. Even during the pandemic, you know, I was working from home. I would listen to it continuously, and we're going to dive into it. I'm going to play it to the chagrin of Maynard, who probably would be like, oh, my God, just shut the fuck up. Listen to the music and drink my wine. And I do love the wine, by the way. Stay tuned and eat it. Mm. Ago, thirteen years. Not everyone was counting, and I wasn't. I was very patient. And then we get this wonderful news. I think it was back in May that, after thirteen years, Tool said, "Hey, we're putting out Fear Inoculum," because that's what they called it. It was a massive, massive undertaking. They actually went digital and started to stream their music, and things were right in the world. I, the first time I heard the title song, I thought, "Okay." This is different, and then you know, slowly it surely, it grows on you. And and then I saw them in 2020 in Fresno, and they opened with Fear and Narkom as they've been doing ever since they've been doing their touring since the release of the album in 20 fucking 19. Welcome to the Doctor Zeus podcast. I, of course, you know I'm always here. I'm always queer. I'm always doing this. So, I mean, this whole album. I know people who actually didn't like the album. And you almost want to backhand them, like what? You didn't. You didn't like the fucking album. But you know the diehards. We loved it. I mean, this this you know. Digitally you get ten tracks, and then physically, physically, uh, you get seven tracks. And um, I don't want to do too many pauses because, you know, is this what song is this called? I've always been mispronouncing it. Numa. Numa. Okay, Numa. And then, um, Invincible, Descending, Calling Voices. I watch. I once got stoned sometime this year. I won't say when. To uh, Calling Voices, and I had some a trippy experience to this day that I can't even talk about because it's a personal experience. And there are things that I saw, and I went, oh, "Okay, all right." But it was it was amazing. Chocolate uh, chip trip. Tempest. Mockingbee. Tempest really is. When we all first heard that, I i mean, I remember one of my friends saying that's that's their award song right there. And, then, and lo and fucking behold, they win a Grammy for Tempest, which is probably one of the longest songs um, they've ever put out. Is it? Compared to the Led Zeppelin cover that they did, you know, in 2000. Uh, so, Fear Inoculum, oh God, it took so long. But like I said, who is counting? And to have this at your footsteps I, I I remember when I got the physical album and then you download it and then you do um, you know you do the digital format and then I also have the vinyl I mean it it was crazy it was crazy and at the same time to be able to look at this album and think oh my god they they put it out because 13 years, the last album they had put out before that was 10,000 Days. 10,000 Days was such a great album. Tool really don't put out bad albums, you know. I'm I'm sure some people just want them to keep putting out Lateralis 1, Lateralis 2, Anima 3, Anima 4, Undertow 5. It just doesn't work that way. You know, if you have a good thing, you continue in this. Their sound just evolves over time. And I have absolutely love this album. I mean, if you think about it, Yuma, this is such a great song. I've had a long fucking day, so come on. This is the best part. And to see them do that live is such a wild experience and the numbers of times that I I know people have seen them more times than me and that's fine. You know, it's not like we're going to take our dicks out and measure them. Although we could, uh, I saw them first in 2006 and then I saw them again in 2017, 2020, 2022. And this year at aftershock, uh, 2023. So yeah, who's, who's fucking counting. They're doing the festival circuit right now. So that's Yuma. And then, invincible invincible is now the song that they close with although that may change i mean this come on justin is at full fucking form right there adam is adam is on a fucking roll danny is just carrying it on and maynard is just like hey i got these lyrics now i've been making wine because he had to take time out i guess during the oh here we go i love this See how they're all in sync? That's, and I'm not talking about the band in sync, but this band of these four virtuosos, they are all on the same sonic wavelength. That is very, very rare in music. I mean, I've got, when I first listened to the album, I'm going to be honest, I was like, whoa! And then, and because at first it starts off slow and then it continues, and then I heard Tempest and I was like, all right, you motherfuckers, you've got it. You've got me in the palm of your hands. Oh, this is. I love how they transition this. The Ponce Leon bullshit, you know? So when I first saw them in Fresno in 2020, they did that. They did Yuma. Uh, is it Yuma or is it? Yeah, it's Yuma. Numa. Um, they did Fear Inoculum. And then when they did the 2022 tour after the whole pandemic, then they added more new songs to the mix and everything. It's, it's just an amazing album. Oh, I love this. Descending was one of those songs, now when they do it live and you just kind of watch, remember when they had, they were touring in 2016 and 17 and they started playing this, but they were playing like an instrumental version of it and, oh here we go, I love this fucking album, oh here we go, this is just, I mean listen to this, They did things sonically that they haven't done in years. And, you know, and they added synthesizer and they added different things. And I mean, the whole album, the ambiance of the album. Oh, when I saw them in 2022, they played a new song that they hadn't played. It got its first debut in Sacramento of all fucking places. And Culling Voices... Now, whatever that song is about, I got stoned and I had a very esoteric experience to that, and I saw things futuristic applying to me, and I went, okay, I can't talk about them because uh, that's that's my own personal experience and the journey that I have to take. But oh my God, this song, and then it builds. There we go. That's the, that's the thing about Fear Inoculum I wanted to talk about was this is a layered album. This is layers upon layers and layers of sonic, just, uh, ecstasy and everything mixed within. And you add some honey and, and you fuck it and you smoke it and you snort it and you keep doing it over and over and over again, the whole process. I mean, Tool really is a psychedelic band. I mean, let's go there. And then, of course, we come at, The song that had everyone's dick hard, including mine. They still haven't done it here in the States. They hopefully will. They do it a lot in Europe. Maybe because, you know, Maynard gets that rest. I don't know. But here we go. Yes, Tempest. Oh, God, this song. (laughs) And so I wanted to, I don't want to, you know, playing the whole album, that that really, I could do that. I'd probably get in trouble. I'm playing it right now and I really don't give a flying fuck. And if they're going to come for me, they're going to come for me. But I, I'm doing this out of love because I love this fucking album. That's the thing with Tool fans, you know, which, which era is their favorite? Everyone has a favorite era. I, I love that they are continuous, you know, they just keep on keeping on. That is the essence of a real, real great band, is they just keep evolving. It's like, okay, well, we're not going to rest on our laurels. We're not going to rest on the fact that, okay, we had these really great, successful fucking albums. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep twisting and bending and burning and just doing altruistic things that we haven't done in decades. And it gave them a whole new... I mean, I there were people I knew who were just getting into them through Fear Inoculum. And yes, they did dethrone Taylor Thweft from the top spot on the Billboard charts. Only Tool can fucking do that. They, Tool has a, a base of followers that is... I mean, what are we? Are we... You know how everyone has um, someone that they gravitate towards, you know? Uh, Lady Gaga fans are Little Monsters. Taylor Swift fans are Swifties. What are we? Are we tool heads? I, I don't fucking know. But the proof is in the fucking album. And the album, for four years, I have sat with it. And I've loved it. I, it has never left my ears. It is just one of those albums. And, and it's part of their catalog now. But see, here's the here's the interesting thing about the Tool catalog. Is that it's ever-present. And it's ever-changing. Because... That album, you know, to say, well, it's better than Lateralis, or to say Lateralis is better, or this is better, it really, you know, it depends on the fucking person. And it depends on your taste buds, and it depends on what that album did for you at that particular time. I mean, Lateralis did so much for me sonically. Anima did so much. Undertow is such a grimy album, and I love it. And I mean, there are a few songs in there that I love personally. Opiate is the, you know, the first time out the door and the you got that cock and it's hard, you know what I mean? And you got to spurt it. And, you know, that's that's what the whole opiate experience to me is. You know, I can say what I want to, uh, even if it's not serious. I mean, to quote the song. Huh, I mean, 10,000 days, 10,000 days was really, I knew someone who was a big 12 fan and she was disappointed by 10,000 days. And I'm like, why? Because she wanted that radio fucking friendly single. And I said, it doesn't work that way. Because, Yo Laterales was so fucking amazing. They need to do another schism. They don't do that. You know? And then you hear right into, and it just cuts you fucking right open. And and it fucks you right upside the fucking head. And don't worry, I'm not stoned yet. But to talk about this album that I have loved for four years. And yes, it was a return. It was a return of form. It was a return of this band that we have all revered since 19-fucking-91. Okay? Maynard James Keenan, Danny Carey, Justin Chancellor, and Adam Jones. There's only been one change, and that's Paul Damore, who started when they did Opiate and Undertow and then wrote a little bit of Anima, which appears on the Anima album. But Fear Inoculum, what can I say? Fear Inoculum, four years later, it still sounds fresh. It's still relevant. Think about this. When Fear, Fear Inoculum came out in 2019, and then it was on, you know, the pandemic starts, and then interviewers started to say to the band are you guys like uh it's almost like you predicted the future inoculation you know it's prophetic and they're like no this this has always been in existence diseases and infections and the way tool kind of brings it i mean there's a hypodermic needle on the cover you know it's like shit so to live with this album for four fucking years and uh, I don't want to do too many pauses and all that fucking shit. But, yeah, I I love them. They are the one band that will fuck me upside the ass and at the same time fuck my head around. And, and it feels wonderful. Like I said, I got stoned listening to a couple of the songs on that album. And what it did for me, you know, you start to see things and you start to feel things. And it's like, okay, here we fucking go. So, yes, to have this album oh tempest see how it ends no wonder they won a fucking grammy for that come on the grammy people are really stupid but in that aspect they made the right fucking decision okay so Toolheads, what can i say we expect a lot you know we're and, and nothing against the other bands like metallica and all that you know but it's it's a different ball game. It's a it's a different type of uh, hypnosis that we're under musically, and it's such an amazing thing. And it's a it's a drug. It's a drug to be able to put on these records and enjoy them and play them and live inside them. That's that's what a Tool album does. So I wanted to just say to all the Tool heads. It's, it's all love, you know what I mean? I know a few Toolheads, and I will tell you they're some of the most amazing people in the world. Because we can just like, okay, well, what did you think of this one? And then the fact that Maynard's got all these different bands, you know. Perfect Circle, Tool, Pussifer. I've only seen Pussifer and, and Tool. I've never seen a Perfect Circle. Shout out to, um, you know who you are, who has seen a Perfect Circle several times, has never seen Pussifer. I'll take you to go see Pussifer. And it's seen Tool more times than me. Yeah, that's where we take our dicks out and measure them. And they win because they've seen Tool more times than me. But they love Tool just as much as I do. And to be able to talk about the the songs and the albums and the ambiance and how it makes us feel as people. And Tool is a band. They don't fucking back down. These are musicians. This is not, oh, I'm going to dial it in and I'm going to hit the drum machine. No, 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 bitch. This is a true fucking band who lives, to. well, they don't live together anymore, who lives the music and eats the music and fucks the music and, and just snorts the music all up. And it is fucking amazing. So four years of fear inoculum. Stick it in.